0: I'm sitting here with the lovely Shalina. And I'm sitting
1: here with the lovely NECA.
0: Welcome to What's Your Safe Word?
1: A podcast about declarations of resistance by us, Women at the Center.
0: If you're interested in being one of our lovely sponsors, this is where we would advertise your product. If you're interested, please email us at podcasts at at womenatthecenter.com. Today, I am sponsoring engagement rings. It's shiny, it's lovely, and it's for a loved one.
1: Before we start this conversation, we just want to give this episode a trigger warning. We do talk about explicit sexual assault and sexual violence within this episode. So just to let you know, there
2: is a trigger warning. So what are we drinking?
1: We are drinking Toss Winery Spark Brute. Sparkling wine from the Niagara Peninsula. Ooh. And I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't know why I was given this job. <laughs> ah! I did it. Oh my gosh, okay. Mm. My teeth just vibrated. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were on this.
3: Ooh, let Cheers! 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 Cheers,
1: uh? Mmm. Delicious. So we're missing NECA today. Uh, So NECA's off doing some important business for Women at the Center. But we do have Kara, Nicole, and Amanda here with us today. Hi. Hi. So we're going to have a really good conversation about first responders today, but first we're going to do our check-in. So instead of doing our full check-in that Necka and I usually do, I think maybe we should all just pick one thing that we want to share from the past week um, that's kind of important that you want to bring to the podcast. Who wants to go first?
3: I can go. Uh, Nicole here. Um, I think I'm just going to talk about a success. So Jordan, my partner, his uh, grandmother had surgery. She was just recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And so she just had her surgery and it went so well, um, so well that she was discharged within four days after her surgery. Um, so that is a huge success for us.
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am going on a trip next week, so I don't know what that falls under, if that's gratitude, <laughs> maybe mostly gratitude. Um, my partner's family is taking us all to Europe, and so that's pretty exciting. I've never been overseas. I've never been to anywhere in Europe. I've never mm. done a cruise, and that's what we're doing. And so we're going for, basically, we're going to be in Barcelona for a week, and then we're going on a Mediterranean
0: Oh, my goodness, that sounds, that sounds awesome. cruise.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I have packed it all, prepared it all. Um, <laughs> but you're ready. But yeah, like I'm ready to go, but like not ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful for his family and not only that, like we're able to like financially be able to go away, and like that is feasible, but also just grateful that there is like a space like with all of us that we can all go and get along. Mm-hmm. And there's like, it's just like, they're just very loving. Like I think that like, there's always like, so many families have different things, but I think Zach's family is just so loving and supportive. And like his parents are split up, but like his, so we're going with his mom, but like his dad gave us money to go away. Like uh, everyone's just so supportive nice. and just wants us to mm-hmm. have a good time. And yeah. so that's, I'm really thankful for that.
0: Oh, awesome. that's really good.
1: Um, I'll also talk about gratitude. Uh, so I just had a birthday, and I went with my best friend to Atlantic City for a couple days and got to celebrate. So I'm really grateful for that time. Um, because although he travels with us all the time, him and I never used to travel alone. So, mm. like, it was, it was actually, like, a lot of fun. And we got to... Kind of do the exploring that we would have done if Chris was there, but also do, like, the partying and relaxing that (laughs) we would have done. Chris wouldn't agree with. (laughs) So so we got to do all of that, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, additionally, my gratitude is that Chris also, Chris is my partner, went on a trip of his own, uh, rock climbing for a week in Kentucky. And he survived. (laughs) And (laughs) so that's really good because he learned a lot of new Rock climbing techniques. He was with eight guys, six of them that were, like, more trained, Mm -hmm. uh, more experienced. So, yeah, I'm very grateful that
0: he came home to me in one piece. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So, hey, it's Kara. My gratitude this week would be my family. Um, They're back from a forever vacation from Jamaica. And when they're here, I really get work done. It's good, but it's bad. So now I'm like in panic mode with my MRP. And I'm also grateful to my partner. He's always there. He's always grounding. And I just really appreciate him. Do you want to tell everybody what your MRP, like what an MRP is? My MRP, it's a major research paper for my uh, master's of social work. And it's basically just doing research, going through the process of coding, interviewing, and then writing a huge Documents? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A huge there. research report? Yeah. yeah. On what your findings are and what your implications are for further studies.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. Nicole and Kara are in the middle of doing this right now. And they're going to do an amazing job. And I'm sure they'll come back and talk about it. Hopefully, Can i wait to be done, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> a huge undertaking. Yeah. yeah. Let me get started. Grad school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, today, I think what we're going to talk about is first responders. And when we talk about first responders in accordance to an act of violence, um, and I think we'll, we'll think big at first and we'll start with acts of violence, but then we'll narrow it down to sexual acts of violence. Um, but who first responders are may not be the people you initially think. So when I say first responders, I'm sure you're thinking, you know, police, fire, EMS, maybe like an emergency room nurse or doctor or something like that. But the way that we think of first responders is anybody that is first to respond to you telling them that you were a target of violence or that you're a survivor of violence um, and things like that. So what we want to talk about is how first responders can have a discussion that is beneficial and Mm -hmm. safe Mm -hmm. for the survivor of the violence. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, and yeah. I think that, like, what we were seeing when we were doing our research here was that so often the people you tell first aren't those, like, medical professionals. Yeah. Yet, nor are they a trained professional, really, in any sort of capacity to deal with that sort of violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're usually your, like, friends or your family. Or sometimes it's honestly just a stranger because you're fleeing violence. Um, and so we just think it's, like, an important conversation to have... To make everyone more aware of like what they can do or what they sh- and also what they shouldn't do yeah. if that ever comes a moment where you find yourself yeah. being in the position of being a first responder.
1: Yeah, and I think the other reason that we really wanted to discuss this and really make it an important topic here on the podcast was like Amanda just said we've done research here um, on sexual assault and one of the questions in our interviews we did one on one interviews with survivors of sexual assault that reported to the police. And then we also did focus groups with sexual assault survivors, sexual viol- sexual violence survivors, um, that did not report to the police. And one of the questions that we talked about was the first responder mm-hmm. and what an impact their response made on the entire journey of you know, going through the pain and the healing and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And
2: what we... And even sometimes, like, what decided whether or not they were going to report. Like, I think that sometimes that, like, that first conversation can, like, not only impact, but, like, completely shape how you move forward. Like, it might not just be something that influences it. Like, it could determine it.
1: Exactly. And so we had some circumstances where, well, I think all circumstances, actually. The first responder made or braved made or broke their experience. Mm -hmm. And so we had some situations where um, a survivor would tell their parents and the parents would simply ignore it. The parents wouldn't believe the person. So like believing someone is like, (laughs) anyway, we'll get into what you actually need to do. But so we had experiences like that or we had other experiences where um, people told parents or friends and those people said, well, you have to go to the police or else I don't believe you. And so there's like times Mm -hmm. when that first responder can really make a huge impact Mm -hmm. on, because this person has just gone through, you know, probably one of the most traumatizing ordeals of their life up to that point. And, you know, you can really do a lot of things to either make that experience a little easier to navigate or really, difficult Mm -hmm. and make them not want to tell
2: anybody else Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and I think it's important to say that like what we say now like we're all just talking kind of as friends in a way like and so like what we say now I think is important but that isn't to say that like if you wanted something else out of your like first responder experience that that isn't also valid Mm -hmm. I think we're just talking from our frame of knowledge as like Mm -hmm. researchers but also as people that have lived experience and so Yeah, exactly. It's our perspectives, and we hope that it can be used to help, but that doesn't mean that if we don't touch on something that you thought was really important, that that isn't also valid. And it
0: doesn't Mm. mean we know everything as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're... We're all learning. Exactly. We're all growing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're all experts in our own lives. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. So we have a unique dynamic here today. Two of us, Amanda and Kara, have not been... Survivors of sexual violence explicitly. Yeah. And Nicole and I have been.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and an, an are. <laughs> like, presently. Well, yes. yes, we are, <laughs> pre- <laughs> we are <laughs> presently <laughs> survivors, yeah. yes. I just want to be like, you, you, we still, you still are. You're yes. surviving every day. It's true, yeah.
1: Um, and so that's a very interesting dynamic in the way that two of these people, and, I mean, I th- I'm sure we might have all been first responders mm-hmm. yeah. to our friends, or, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. to different And we'll continue
1: form. to be. And mm-hmm. we'll Absolutely. continue.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it does offer the fact that you and Nicole have had to go through the experience on the side of, like, having, a, going to a first responder. I think that's going, you, I think you both will have a lot of insights there.
0: And if yeah. me and Amanda haven't been first responders, we potentially will be, so. Yeah, and yeah.
2: all of us could be, and I think that's what's. Yeah, everyone out there.
0: Yeah. We
3: all know somebody who has experienced it,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: whether or not, you know,
2: they've confided in somebody or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, all of us are working currently as or going to school to be social workers that are here at the table today. So I think that's obviously a unique perspective in that we're, like, working in a helping profession. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's experiences where, like, sometimes it's, like, a gas station attendant, or yeah. somebody working at a store, and somebody's fleeing violence in that mm-hmm. moment, and you yeah. become a first responder, whether you thought you would ever have to be or not, mm-hmm. yeah. um, or you have a child, or you have a friend, or you have a parent, and so there's so many instances where even if you think you'll never have to be, yeah, you just never know. You never know. Yeah, That's very true.
1: Yeah, there's been a few, like, I was at um, a research initiative, and... A woman shared her story that her first responder was an x-ray technician because Mm -hmm. she uh, was being victimized by her husband. Uh, She was in like a very intimate partner violence situation and uh, she had to go to the hospital due to something that he did, due to the violence that he did. And he stayed by her side the entire mm -hmm. time so that she couldn't tell anybody. Mm
4: -hmm. And then
1: she had to get x-rays, because I think her arm was broken, if I can remember correctly. And um, other people obviously can't be in the x-ray mm-hmm. room. So as soon as he left, which took a lot, but he did leave, she told the x-ray techni- like, technician right mm-hmm. away. And so, and then she was able to go and actually like mm-hmm. act and start doing things. And so I wow. think, to what Amanda just said, like even if you don't think you'll ever be that person, there are definitely... Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the odds are people can come to you in any situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that we can probably share. I mean, I do you remember who your first responder was?
3: Yeah. So I had, I think I shared this on like the second episode about uh, how I w- was sexually assaulted when I was out for a run. Um, and it was like broad daylight. And I had... I, I don't know. Like it happened so quickly, um, that I mean, luckily there were um, some. I guess it was a truck with two guys that stopped actually and saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they were more of my first responders. But I couldn't even process it, and they were like checking to see if I was okay, um, and if Did it they, wasn't for them, they then, came
2: during. Like wow, yeah, wow, wow.
3: yeah. So and then the guy fled. Um, so I didn't know my perpetrator. Um, but then the, the guys left, they checked if I was okay, but I couldn't even process things. So,
2: mm.
3: I mean, asking if I was okay, I don't know what else I would have said other than, yeah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time. Um, and then I called my mom mm. crying obviously. And, um, yeah, her first response was, okay, okay, you just need to call the police. Mm. So, I mean, in that moment, I don't think I would have known any different, mm-hmm. um, I didn't get any validation. There was no support. It was just like, okay, you need to go to the police. It was like, like it was like the only it, yeah, it's like the only option time. that's right. there right now is you need to go to the police and report it. Mm-hmm. Um so that was I guess, yeah. So those two were my first responders. Did they stay with you, the two men? No, they just kinda asked me if I was okay, and then I I said yes, and then I started walking. Because mm-hmm. I think I was, like, ashamed, almost. Like, it was yeah. really... It was out in, like, public. It like yeah. was, yeah. like, By on a meeting. street. Yeah, I know that you were not them it. to stay. I just was like... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I, probably would have. I just... I don't know. It was almost like I forgot. It was like an amnesia. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot what had happened, and I, I just didn't know what to do. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then... Do you remember when, his face? Yeah, I remember him smiling. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then I went to the police and that was a fucking nightmare mm-hmm. um so had I known there were other options or if there was someone else I could have spoke to mm-hmm. spoken to that, that would have been helpful or just um, like, to take a moment before like just take a moment but I was also by myself mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. on a street corner cars were just walk- like driving by like nothing else had happened And mm-hmm. I was just like
2: how does the world continue to go on yeah and
3: so i i just didn't really know what was happening and i kind of just went went with it and uh my my, both my parents picked me up and then took me to the police station and then the police officers i didn't even talk to them my my parents did because i i was just like crying um and then they told me that i needed to go to a community reporting center and that, like, my my assault apparently didn't warrant a report at that moment um, until, like, my parents really fought for me. And so, actually, they did decide to take a statement. Um, and then the police officer was called out of the room. I don't know why both my parents actually came into the room with me. It was really weird. So that, I think it would have been, it should have been, you know what? I don't know what I would have wanted mm-hmm. because it was a male police officer. So maybe mm. my mom... Was good, but my mm-hmm. dad. I don't know why he was there. Um. It, I mean, I could see why. Like, if it was my kid, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you just you just yeah, yeah. So I know it was it was with good intentions, but um, it may not have been the best. I don't think. Um, but then the police officer was called out of the room, and there was another woman who called like maybe 15 minutes after I was assaulted. It matched the same description. Mm. And then that's when like it was taken seriously. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it has to so be yeah. There were actually two other women that called it the same description. Mm. that well, I was So how many
1: women does
2: it have to happen to you before you well, believe Yeah. It? yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then they had, they ended up, I remember the um, police officer that was assigned to my case had sent me a link to, I guess they had put out a news report and it was, like, made some victim-blaming remark about how women who are going out for, like, walks or runs by themselves shouldn't be wearing their their headphones.
4: <sighs> yeah. And they
3: asked me those questions, too. It was yeah. like, well, were you, were you, you listening you to me? music? Yeah, to, like, say... To, it's almost like they were trying to make it seem like they're doing something mm, for me. Right. Like, this is, like... They're doing me a favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they... I just remember the most idiotic questions that they were asking me, and like if I was wearing headphones, why I wasn't with anybody, Uh, like how many seconds was he on me, I'm like it wasn't seconds, like it felt like an hour yeah (laughs) yeah. it may have been like four minutes but it felt like a fucking hour to me and
2: how are you supposed to quantify that like I was like like, I don't know I didn't start a timer yeah yeah like I wasn't really thinking about that I was thinking about how the fuck do I get out of this yeah Yeah. so that was awful
3: and then when I, I went in a second time to do um to do a photo lineup oh okay um, because I think other women had mm-hmm. come forward with, like, the same description. I think it was, like, a huge thing, Miss Saga. Um, and then the two officers were, like, hitting on me. Oh. When I came out. They told me I looked like this figure skater. And <sighs> that, don't worry, it's a good thing. And then <sighs> they were, like, pulling up their, like, on the internet, pulling up photos. And they're like, oh, yeah, doesn't she look like asking all these, like, it's, like, an office of men. Oh so I didn't God. see any other women there. So it was just like an awful experience. I totally understand why women don't go to the police. To the police, um, I just don't think that they are aware, <laughs> especially as men.
0: Yeah.
3: What survivors go through and what they're thinking and yeah. Yeah. So it was just an awful
1: experience. Mm. So what would you have wanted, I guess, from your first responder that you didn't get?
3: Um from my mom sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's like with bra- it's with good intentions right yeah. like you, and and a lot of people their automatic response is okay you need to go
2: report this like exactly mm-hmm. this is just the well, only thing and cause that... I think people think of it like as a crime which it is but i think that it's like they think of it the same way that they would treat like if you were robbed it's like well you got to call the police or like if yeah. your house was broken into you call yeah. the police but it's like this was not just, like, my house or my like car. My or my body. This is my body. Is yeah. That I
3: live in every yeah. fucking day. And I have yeah. to, like... I Like, I, it's really hard for me to go for a run s- still to this day, so... Yeah. Um, I just... I feel like just validation. Um, you know, instead of just saying, let's go to the police. Like, maybe pick me up and, like, take me home. Like, I want to be somewhere <sighs> where I'm comforted.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And where I feel comfortable. Where I feel like I can just... Be without having to relive it, and right. answer questions. Um, and answer questions, like what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Um, so I feel like that's probably the biggest piece. So, like options. Options. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That I didn't think that I had. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So do you Do you want to share your experiences, Shana? Maybe. Yeah.
1: So, I guess my. So I have two. So the first time that it happened. The first person that I told, because it was, like, during, like, an overnight thing. So, when I woke up in the morning, I had to go to work. Like, I had to rush into work. And I was actually wearing, like, one of... So, it happened by two guys. And I was actually wearing one of their shirts. And I didn't, like, I didn't notice until, like, Mm -hmm. I got into work. Because I literally had to run straight from their house to work. Mm -hmm. And... I think I went to the bathroom, and I realized, like, I turned, and I saw something written on the back of the shirt, and it was his last name Mm because it was, like, a soccer shirt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. And, like, that was, like, the first time I felt like, oh, something bad happened that Mm -hmm. probably that shouldn't have happened. And then I phoned, like, my ex-boyfriend at the time because we were still very close. And I was like, oh, I think – they were also his friends. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think, like, I need to talk to you about something after work. So I did my shift, and then um, I went and met him, and we were in a Sobeys parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, this is what happened. And what happened was, um, like, I got drugged and violently threw up for a lot of the night. One of the men came into the bathroom while I was throwing up, and insisted on me performing fellatio, is that the right word? On him, and then uh, the second, and then he left after he got, I guess, what he wanted, and then the second one um, ended up like raping me. And so I told my ex-boyfriend about it, which it was his friend's, and his response was very much like, oh, so you slept with my friend? Mm And it was, like, not at all, like, with an understanding of... Oh, my friends did this to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was very much, like, oh, you slept with my friends. What can that mean? And I kind of explained, like, I didn't, I didn't really choose to do anything. <laughs> like, it wasn't really my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, like, my first responder for that. And then after that response, I didn't tell anybody for, like, probably a very... Like, six months, maybe? I can't remember now. And then I ended up telling one of my friends, who was also there with me that night. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I told her, and um, her response was, oh, I could never imagine them doing that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, (laughs) okay, I think, like, I'm done. I'm
2: done (laughs) done telling people. Yeah,
1: I think I'm done telling people, because those responses suck. And wow. they're not validating, and they're, they're not they're
2: fucked like they're actually fucked. Yeah,
1: and like it, it was also standing up for, like this person, these two people that had done, that had done it, and yeah. then saying like, oh, I can't imagine them doing that. They're like really nice guys, Yeah. character, from yeah.
2: Or I can't imagine. It's not about imagining they did. Yeah, like it's like you don't need to imagine it because yeah. I'm telling you it happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, I think her next question was like, well why did they do that to you and not to me? And then it was, oh, oh, they didn't do it to me because I didn't take that drink that obviously was drug or whatever. And so it was just kind of like, but at the time, and this is like years ago, I didn't know that these answers were wrong, Mm -hmm. right? So like, I was like, oh yeah, maybe that is why, Mm -hmm. right? And that kind of victim blaming, like Mm
4: -hmm.
1: so much reinforces women to then think about themselves yeah. and, like, what they're doing and police themselves even more. Yeah. I shouldn't have taken that drink. I shouldn't have right. been in this place. Or why was I
2: here in the mm-hmm. first
1: place and mm-hmm. things like that.
2: Well, and her even saying, why wasn't it me? It just, like, leads you to question, well, why was it me? Yeah. Right. Like, uh, and so it's yeah. like, well, that, like, that's fucked. Like, like the yes. is yeah. no, there is no rhyme or reason. People target people for different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with that person and everything to do with them being violent. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- that was, like, the one experience that I had. And then the second experience, uh, I... It, it happened, like, during the day, and I ended up... I Like, the whole time I was thinking it was wrong. So it was, like, more of a consensual issue where, like... I was not consenting and saying I wasn't consenting. And then it went, like, much further than what I had consented to. Mm -hmm. And, like, to the point where, like, no and physically... And Mm. people say no in many different ways. I was, like, verbally saying no as well as, like, pushing him off. But he didn't listen. He was much, much, much bigger than me. And so... And then at the end, he... I was crying. And he said... Oh, I hope you had fun, but like don't call the police on me. Oh my god. And I he was like. Knew he did. So yeah, he knew yeah.
3: exactly what he was doing.
1: Yeah, and so the whole time I was like, does he just not does he like rough sex? Does he whatever? And so like the whole time I'm kind of like, is he getting off on me saying no or pushing him away or like mm-hmm. things like that? Yeah. And then at the end when he said, just don't call the police on me. I was He's like done it
0: before, that's his oh. thing.
1: So that was like so I ran I ended up like running out of the house at that point. And I called a friend, and she listened. Like she definitely listened. Um, and I was like bawling. Mm-hmm. Like I was crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she actually like she actually did a pretty good job. Like she just like sat. She listened to me, and then she just said, "Are you going to tell?" Because I was seeing somebody at the time, not like. Monogamously, mm-hmm. but I was seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. And so she said, or are you going to tell him because you know how he's going to feel about it. So it oh. was like about... Your, your, part, it was, yeah. your partner's reaction It was more versus... about his reaction of what happened to my body than like my own reaction mm-hmm. of what happened to my body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was like... Those were my first responder experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't... So unlike Nicole, I didn't report either experience. Um... I never told my mom until I think maybe last year. Wow. Um, and I told like my partner now, knew about it like way back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I never reported and I think it probably had to do with like those first responder mm-hmm. incidences of like 100%. victim blaming, mm-hmm. not believing you. And then like also like if you're telling me that they're not the person to do that, are you telling me that I'm the person to lie about it?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you or know what I mean? I the person yeah. to kind of want that attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's also really interesting to me because it's like, so you both had different experiences in that, like, Nicole, you were told, like, up front, like, you need to go to the police. Mm-hmm. And, you, Shalina, you were said, we don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't report and you chose to, and it's like, What if you had been given the option of both? Like, do you, like, you know what I mean? Like, not to say that you wouldn't have done the same thing in the end. Right. But, like, that decision could have been reached based on your own, like, capacity to choose what's best for you. Yeah. As opposed to other people's opinions on what happened to you. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, what the conversation, like, comes down to me as someone, like, listening and trying to be, like, okay, like, how do I act? I think it's, like, well... Yeah, I shouldn't get to choose. Like I should not get to choose how a survivor moves forward with Mm -hmm. their decision. Like that is not up to me. I'm the I am like like you know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. like I should like if you want to go to the cops, I will walk there with you. Mm -hmm. If you never want to tell anyone else, I will take the secret to the grave. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's not up to me. Yeah. And I think that was, like, taken from both of you in different ways, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the only reason why I would
3: ever go to the police again is, well, even now knowing how they handle it, I probably wouldn't. But it, it the only reason would be for the potential of any type of prevention if they, so that they don't do it to other people. Yeah. But we know that even if you do come forward, there is no preventative there aren't no preventative measures because again it's like comes down to victim blaming mm-hmm. you know what could you have done differently to prevent you from being sexually assaulted it's like you no know, what can we do so that perpetrators aren't fucking assaulting women yeah mm-hmm. you know so i mean if i had the choice what i know now i wouldn't i wouldn't report
1: yeah.
3: to the
2: police yeah
1: yeah, it's a, very, it's a very hard experience mm-hmm. to navigate through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, we don't mm-hmm. wish this on anybody. No, like, no. Um, and, like, it's, you know, reading tweets of me too, watching the shows that, you know, mm-hmm. we even kind of do analysis on here mm-hmm. about, like, this is happening every day mm-hmm. to so many mm-hmm. women-identified folks as well as, like... Trans people, as mm-hmm. well as gender non binary folks, and some men as well. And I think, but I think what's important to understand is that it's like 95, 99% of men that are actually committing these yeah, acts men of men violence. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Um, and whether it be like outright violent, like I feel like yours was stranger violent, which we hear about, right? Yeah. Stranger violence that's like outright, they're attacking you like in the middle of the day. Mm, right. Or whether it be,
0: like... People who you know, people who you trust, people who you think Mm -hmm. might not have done that or that's not their personality. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't believe it. Yeah, or, like, or your
2: experience. I think that, like, Shalina, like, I think so many of my friends, I think I've had these experiences as well where just, like, you're in, like, a moment where you were consenting to begin and then something switches. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like we all know that moment, and like that means it needs to stop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think for so many women, um, but I mean, like so many people, like it happens where like the aggressor doesn't, right? And just keeps going. Yeah. And it's like that's so. I think it's so clear, but at the same time, it's also so foggy. Like how you know what I mean? Like it's like how like that is, like you're because it can be so easily twisted on the person for being like, but you but you were there, like mm-hmm. you, you were doing it, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah. You kiss? me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, we've seen this.
1: Like, I- in the research that we've done with sexual assault, we go to court watches. Uh, we call them court watches. So what we do is we enter a sex assault case, mm-hmm. and we audit the court. And so we, you know, try to see what the justice players are doing, what kind of rape myths they're perpetuating within the court system, uh, and just who who really is on trial, right? Mm-hmm. Is it the accused, um, the perpetrator, or is it the survivor mm-hmm. that's on trial? And, you know, there was one case that we went to where a woman agreed to have sex with one man, and then that man had sex with her, he left, another man came in, and asked for sex, she said no, and then he raped her. And it's like what was used against her was the fact that she was there, mm-hmm. that she had consented to somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like how does your consent for somebody how? else or how does your consent even for a kiss then equal full-out sex or sex mm-hmm. with somebody else? How's that legal?
3: Yeah. Like how is or that even, so difficult to comprehend? Or I just like I mean like
2: that's like what the whole Sean trials were about. Oh, right, it was yeah. that people had consented to have sex Wanted to have sex. Wanted to have even like kind of like non vanilla sex. Like wanted to engage in some sort of BDF BDSM activity. But then it crossed a line. Yeah. And yeah. like the minute you don't listen to the word stop, or don't listen to a safe word, or don't listen to like body language, any of that, like that's no longer
0: consensual. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have another podcast on what exactly consent means and doesn't mean. But I think that. Like, you
0: know. Like, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. You know when someone's enjoying sex. Let's be real. You can tell.
1: And I think this actually creates a whole other conversation in the fact that the perpetrator could be the first responder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you are saying no, or you're saying I don't like this, or you're saying I think you just raped me, or whatever. Mm -hmm. They could technically be the first responder. Um, But, yeah, I think for... I think to narrow down what first responders need to know, and whether that be a parent, a sister, Ooh. a friend, yeah, a, a child.
2: Maybe, maybe we can come up with like a like a five point or like a
0: five pointer.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, what would be our list if we were to give people a list? Well,
3: we have validation.
0: Validation,
3: I yeah. think, is the most important in the moment. L-
0: listening, listening. Yeah. That was going to be what I said today. Yeah, listening. You have to Options. believe them. Yeah, believing.
1: Like, you have to listen, mm-hmm. you have to validate them, and you have to believe them. Yeah. These people are not coming to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often I hear false accusation stories. Mm-hmm. I and know. it's like, you know, the percentage of false accusations in it's accordance. It's so
2: minuscule. Like, it's nothing. No,
1: it's so low. And so I think you need to give women mostly, right? trans, as well as, like, gender non-binary folks, I think you need to give them the benefit of the doubt that if they're coming forward with something, mm-hmm. you need to believe them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do... Sorry, have to control the birth. <laughs> 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 it's going to go off the And that's going to do less harm mm-hmm. than not believing them.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And what's the... In the, like, grand scheme of things, like, what is the downside for you believing someone. Yeah, like what? Exactly. If, like there is no
0: harm nega- to you.
2: But like, but I right? like 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 I'm like there is no negative for me believing someone though. Like it does me no harm. Right. To say that I believe you. Yeah, like, that I does think there's mean, benefits for men though because
3: then it's like it takes the attention off of them. And, mm-hmm. like, a, do you know what
1: I mean? Like, it's, or if it's someone you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like if someone you know comes and says your brother raped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. then my oh, brother my,
0: to... my brother raped you mm-hmm. 100% I don't I don't know him to rape but he's not he he, he I wasn't the one that was, was was harmed yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah so I think I think mm-hmm. that's a really important thing so listen to people mm-hmm. validate what they're saying and their feelings and like People feel all different things mm. after, like, an assault yeah. or after an act of violence happens yeah. to them. So validate how they're feeling. Believe them. Believe them. Mm-hmm. And then give them options.
2: If you can, give them options, yeah.
1: Yeah. So whether that be options of, I'm here to talk. I'm here to not talk. I'm here to sit with you. Mm. I'm here to, like, run your shower if that's what you want to do. Do you want to go to the hospital? Do you want to go to the police? Mm. Do you want to tell somebody else? Do you want to... Uh, go to bed. Yeah. Like, and
2: I think that something that we talked about in terms of this is like a a grief strategy, but I think that it it could apply to is the idea of not just being like, Oh, if you need anything, give me a call uh to say like, yeah, I'm going to come over tomorrow afternoon. Is Uh that okay with you? Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to come over after I'm done work Mm -hmm. and come over at three o'clock. I'm going to be there to do whatever you want, or I'm going to bring you dinner. Like or I'm gonna do like saying something that's like concrete and mm-hmm. sticking to it. Yeah. Is like a really great strategy for showing up for someone yeah. Yeah. and They'll obviously call me if
0: you need anything. Yeah,
2: exactly. And they and they can say no, and mm-hmm. then you gotta just swallow that. You just gotta mm-hmm. swallow it and be like, no problem. Yeah. And keep offering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they will tell you if they've had enough and they don't want any offers anymore. But I think just like keep offering.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like. I mean, despite the fact that my mom was like, hey, you need to the police. She was like great in, in those mm-hmm. aspects where, mm-hmm. I mean, I was living at home at the time, so it was, you know, she was always checking up on me. Like, she got, brought me ice cream, because mm-hmm. she knows I love ice cream. So that made me feel really like, uh, that, yeah. Yeah, good. That was yeah. good, yeah. yeah. And like, just asking me if I needed anything. Yeah. Like, And always checking up on me, whether mm-hmm. it was like, she was calling me, or because she wasn't home. Or she was just coming upstairs to my my room asking if I needed needed anything, or, you know, because I was having a hard time like going up for runs. It was like, Mm -hmm. Do you want me to go for a walk with you? Mm Oh yeah. What are the different like things that you so she was good in that aspect? It was just
1: yeah, yeah. In the moment,
3: moment, like yeah. yeah, And I think be kind, right? Like I think sometimes
1: kindness kindness is yeah, kindness sometimes is not given the Mm -hmm. the oomph that it deserves. But like be kind, be human, right? Like understand that someone else is going through something traumatic and and might be suffering. And like, be kind to them. And I think additionally, do not perpetuate further rape, Mm -hmm. stereotypes, violence, myths, myths, or anything like that. Like asking Mm -hmm. someone, what were you wearing? Oh, did you have something to drink? What kind of like, you know, context was it? Like those questions aren't beneficial for that person going through that. Like it happened to them. They're already trying to work through it, and so you asking like additional questions of that unless you're a police officer and trying to charge the person mm-hmm. and you need to know, but you still don't need to know you what don't the person's know wearing, to what underwear, they're no, wearing or the underwear what underwear, no. 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 no, no, no. So yeah, I think I think those are some like yeah, pretty basic
2: right. good tips for first responders. Yeah. yeah, and that's not to say that if you have been a first responder and you did do those things that you're a bad person um, or that you were wrong. But I think, like, this is a negative We're going to call you into this conversation. Yeah. And hopefully moving forward, if you happen to be a first responder in the future after listening to this, this gives you some ideas for how to handle that situation. And maybe even to, like, go back and have a, a follow-up if you weren't the best first responder after the fact, because I think that could also go a long way. It yeah. does. I
1: – so I just did this the other day. My sister was also raped. Um, and – she was a black belt in Taekwondo when it happened. And our family asked her, what one of our family members asked her why she didn't use her black belt to get mm-hmm. away because that's what it was bought for.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And yep. I think, I, I, I wasn't asking that question, but I was definitely present for that conversation. And I didn't stop that conversation mm-hmm. from happening. And I mean, yeah. this was when, this was more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just went back to her literally the other day and said to her, I'm so sorry that I couldn't be more there for you in that moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm so sorry that I allowed that conversation to take place Mm -hmm. and even thought that there might have been something that you could could have done. Differently. Differently, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, like, and and she was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's totally fine. No, it's not okay. Like, I'm so (laughs) – and so, like, I think what Amanda just said. I think if you have – if you are listening to this and you feel as though – oh, maybe there's something that I actually could have done. Don't, yeah, feel like you can go back to that person yeah. and actually, like, talk to them and say, hey, I made a made a mistake here, and I just want to, you know, apologize or Retail. see how you're doing mm-hmm. now or, yeah. Yeah, I think
2: that would go a lot. All right. Do we want to check out? Yeah. That was a bit of a, a heavier episode, but an important mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. How are we checking out? <laughs>
0: Buzz reading? Uh-huh. Yeah. We gotta do oh our buzz reading. reading. Yeah, we'll do our buzz
2: reading. And what's yeah.
0: everyone's
2: favorite chocolate bar? Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have so many. I'll go first. <laughs> or the flavor of ice cream. Ooh! Oh. Yeah, because you both. mentioned ice yeah, cream. Do Let's both. do Chocolate yeah. okay, okay, bars are around us, but we, we're talking about ice cream. Okay. Hey, ahead, I'll, I'll do both.
3: both. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite ice cream, my mom knows this, is chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and then my favorite chocolate bar is the Mars bar. Oh, those are literally Zach's
2: two favorites. Are you kidding? His I kidding favorite ice cream Christmas. is chocolate chip cookie dough and his favorite chocolate bar is a Mars bar. We're going to be best friends. Yeah. I wrong. was like, oh God. <laughs> so
3: I met to eat Kara yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> yes, it was yesterday. And I was like, oh my God, I'm eating a Mars bar for breakfast. And I was like, <sighs> she's like, oh, that's so good. And I was like, yeah, I just saw it there and my eyes just popped. She's like, it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You saw it, it's meant to be. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is. It's going to be a good day. What's your buzz rating? Oh, 4.7. Wow. Yeah, they both are. I think they're fabulous. Mm
2: -hmm. Cool. Cool. I can go. Okay. (laughs) Um, I have a really hard time picking favorites, so I don't know why I suggested ah. this activity. <laughs> um, I I really like or like um, cookies and cream ice cream oh, okay. or, yeah. or mint chocolate chip. Oh, man, that's uh, yeah. mine. Yeah, but mint cho- like mint chip with like the really like thin shaved chocolate. Yes, not like actual chocolate chips. I'll take anything. I, <laughs> mm, I, get I don't. It. If I mean, you had a choice
3: though, what would you?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I have a really hard time with texture mm-hmm. um, in ice cream. Like, it really bothers my teeth. Um, so I actually can't, I don't like chocolate chip cookie dough because, like, the hard piece of the chocolate I don't yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, cookies and cream, it's soft Oreo pieces, and, like, the shaved chocolate is soft. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like it hard. It, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. okay yeah. wow. That's okay. fair. That, yeah. <laughs> I like that, that extra bite. <laughs> um, and I yeah, think yeah. my favorite chocolate bar is a Snickers. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And what's your? best? it has bargain? a peanut on oh, there. Yeah, exactly. I it's salty. you've that salty it's with it. the sweet. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I think it's a four point five. Oh. I like the point a lot. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. My favorite ice cream because you stole my mint chocolate chip, which that is. Oh we can gosh, share a tub. There.
2: We can share a tub. We
1: totally good.
0: Although um, <laughs> oh, no, I only li- yeah July six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only do vegan ice cream. Just so. kidding. <laughs> 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 probably, probably, probably. not no, hey, no I've ever tried it. it's really good okay and there is a coconut mint chocolate chip it's the only one oh. I've ever
2: found and it it is so good I, also, I will share it with you I also have another I'm sorry now Ed's Real Scoop in Toronto if people live in Toronto they're I think it's like burnt marshmallow oh, flavor ice cream it's so is amazing. Good. It's actually probably my favorite, but you can only get it there, uh, so I I can't. Yeah, I can't have yeah. that all the time. It's so expensive. Anyway, sorry. No, that's go okay. Ahead. I just remembered.
1: Um. It. So yeah, mint chocolate chip or maple, but no walnut. Ooh. No walnut. I'm oh. not an old person. Are you allergic? No. She's oh. not an old person. I just I just <laughs> don't <laughs> want walnuts in great. it. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Every time you go somewhere, it's all. It's true. I apologize. To everybody over 70 that gets walnut maple walnut ice cream but anyway I do enjoy a maple ice cream no walnut um really? and then my favorite chocolate bar is like a Kit Kat oh, oh. Kit Kat's good. Yeah, oh. yeah 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 and my best rating uh, for this one like a four just because hmm. um not sweet enough, not sweet enough. yeah
0: really? yeah
1: but still like sparkling so I like sparkling yeah, yeah. you get the fizz
0: Cool. I'm going to start with my buzz rating. It's like a 3.5 because it's not <gasps> sweet enough. 3.5? Yeah, it's not sweet enough. <laughs> yeah, and um, my favorite ice cream, it's actually in Jamaica. There's a there's a number of them. One is called Gully Creeper. One is called Grape Nut. Ooh. And I don't like rum and raisin because Ooh. of the rum and raisin. Yeah. It's everyone's favorite.
1: I don't like rum and raisin because of the rum and raisin. I like rum and raisin. Valid. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I don't like raisins. I think it's a raisin. The like flavor great. Yeah, yes. I, mean, I can do rap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if it would be here, it would be vanilla. <laughs> I, like, oh, no. I like vanilla ice cream. Or at Baskin-Robbins. Yeah, I was yeah like a French
2: vanilla with like, the little like yeah. Like, my, my
0: siblings hate me. They always want the mixture. No, 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 no. Vanilla is perfect. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like the heart. I what like the I like dip cone. Oh, like a chocolate dip. No, I don't like chocolate. Ugh. <sighs> No. yeah or at Basque Robbins if you're listening and you want to be sponsored by us my favorite I'll ice sponsor cream sponsor by us if you want to sponsor us alright oh, <laughs> if you want us to sponsor or no yeah if you, if you want to, to sponsor, sponsor us, us yeah, and us yeah. advertise for you yeah, 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 yeah there so. you go um, <laughs> my favorite ice cream would be um, a mixture Ooh. cotton candy and uh, pistachio I wow, can't. pistachio. That's so sweet. Good. That, like, literally yes. describes carrot. I love sweet! <laughs> yeah. I love sweet, but I hate candy. Okay. Also, um, my favorite... candy, though. Yeah. I know. It's weird. Um, my favorite chocolate bar would be... It was o. Henry. I ate that too much, and I think I'm allergic. Oh! oh. <laughs> like, I don't enjoy it as much. And it <laughs> like gross. I just really don't like chocolate, but Kay. if I would eat a bar, it would yeah, be an O'Henry or right. Snickers something. Yeah. Mm.
3: Right. All right. What well, about thanks. Mr. Big, though?
0: Shalina yeah. had one, and she didn't really share with me today, so I think I would <laughs> like wow, a Mr. Big. out what a call-out. Call <laughs> Never call-out, call 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 it. It's not as good. I'm with you. O'Henry, oh. your Snickers are my favorite. Right? No. Mr.
2: Book has that like, cookie crust, like that... That's the I part sometimes I
0: want the wafer to kind of yes. dull out the chocolate okay, it's, okay. Like it's chocolate. just not my thing mm-hmm. okay.
2: okay.
1: Thanks for being here you guys And keeping me company while Lech is not here I hope everybody enjoyed our conversation today About first responder Who wouldn't be a better one And if you have any questions Or you want us to talk about something specific mm-hmm. Email us at podcast at And we'll see you next time Bye everybody. Bye.